Welcome to the I Will Teach You a Language podcast, weekly doses of language learning tips and motivation to help you become fluent in any language. With me, Ollie Richards. Hello. Good morning, everybody, and welcome to the I Will Teach You a Language podcast. Now, today is Friday, and that means one thing. It is time for the rules of language learning. Now, as you know, on the podcast, I like to answer your questions. It's my favorite thing to do, but I also think it's important to talk about the lessons that I've learned and to give you my personal take on the questions that I think really matter in language learning. Perspectives and ideas that might not be immediately obvious, but I think are really the most important things of all. And so this is where I offer you the rules of language learning. It's all the most important lessons that I've learned over the years distilled into simple rules for you to follow every Friday. Now, these rules are also available as video, uh, so recorded in my studio, and also as blog posts, in case you like reading, so you can do that. To find these blog posts and video versions of the rules, simply go to iwillteachyoualanguage.com and click through to the language blog page, and you'll find all the most recent rules there. And if you want to find some of the older ones, you can type in troll, into the search bar. Troll, of course, standing for the rules of language learning, so it's nice and easy to remember. Before we get into today's rule, I'd like to thank the wonderful sponsors of the show. They are, of course, italki, and italki is a place where you can get speaking practice for the language that you're learning. So if you think that speaking your language a little bit more would be helpful, and it always is, then italki is the best place to connect with native speaker teachers and tutors who can help you get that all-important speaking practice. If you'd like to get a free lesson, you can go to iwillteachyoualanguage.com forward slash free lesson and follow the instructions from there. I'll be back answering your questions as usual next week. But for now, please enjoy today's rule of language learning. Good morning, everybody. It's Ollie Ridges back again with yet another rule of language learning. And I do hope you've been enjoying the series so far and that there's been some thought-provoking stuff coming your way. Now, here's a little-known fact about me. Many years ago, I used to practice martial arts. It was when I lived in Argentina and I practiced with, you know, quite intensively with a sensei for a while. And it was, it was great fun, I learned a lot, I also got in really good shape in spite of all the bife de chorizo and red wine that I would put away every night in Buenos Aires. Now, whenever I went to practice martial arts at the school, we would always spend the first 15 minutes doing the same warm-up routine. That warm-up routine was always exactly the same, with no, no variation whatsoever, the same routine. And my teacher told me about one student of his who would come for lessons every day and complain about this, these 15 minutes spent doing that exact same routine every day. It's a waste of time, he would say. When are we gonna learn some new stuff? Turns out that he wanted to learn the throws and the kicks and all the Bruce Lee stuff that you see in the movies. Um, but of course, there was something special about this warm-up routine that this particular student didn't see. You see, the warm-up routine was carefully designed to practice the fundamental movements of that martial art. The kicks, the punches, the footwork, the, the fences. Because this particular martial art, which I guess is like most martial arts, is entirely built up over a relatively small number of simple moves. And these simple moves form the entire foundation of the art and, and anything else. Anything else that might look fancy, like a spinning kick or something like that, is just built on top of those basic movements. So good teachers, therefore, 
have the students practice those basic movements for years and years on end, five, 10 years or more. In fact, it never ends because those teachers know that anything else you come to learn later will depend entirely on whether or not you've got the basics together. So if you don't have the fundamentals down, you don't move on. So simple as that, it's like the, the belt system, right? Now, in fact, moving on before you've mastered the fundamentals would set you back because you'd be learning new things in the wrong way, probably while mistakenly thinking that you're getting them right. I think there are a lot of skills in life that work like this. Take music, for example. The foundation of any musical instrument is your technique, your scales and arpeggios, and musicians practice these things every day and never stop, ever. We're used to being told to master the basics, and that's why I think when it comes to language learning, people have a bias towards trying to get everything right from the beginning, especially, you know what, grammar. But what if you can't master the basics from the beginning? What if you can't? Let's take grammar, for example. The so-called rules of grammar are not actually rules at all. I mean, what do you think came first? The grammar rule in your textbook or people just talking? Grammar rules are things that have been created by educators to try and describe how the grammar of a language works. And notice the use of the word describe there. The hope is that by attempting to explain how grammar works, it's easier then to teach. But of course, language is a lot more complicated than that. Grammar is sometimes predictable, but just as often, grammar doesn't behave anything like it should. I mean, think about it. Why else do we spend so much time learning irregular verbs or the exceptions to the rules if everything was so predictable? Real language exists in a whole ecosystem of people, culture, society, social trends, and so much more. So being good at grammar doesn't mean being able to organize your verbs in the right way on paper in a grammar test. Truly knowing your grammar means understanding how grammar changes in all kinds of different contexts, from person to person, in any number of situations. But how else do you explain to an English learner why that footballer in the post-match interview said, the boy's done good? Am I making sense here? What I'm trying to say here is this. There's no such thing as mastering any part of a language unless you've had enough life experience in that language to be ready to master it. So that's why quantity is your friend in language learning. Quantity, not quality. That's right. You're gonna learn far more by being eclectic in your study, trying things out before you're ready and studying widely, reading widely. Every time you try to learn something new, you get a little bit more information which fills in this world view of the language bit by bit. And then gradually over time, you can begin to master the various elements of the language, such as, God forbid, your verb conjugations. For most things in life, we do the opposite. We take a quality over quantity approach. Like in our martial arts example from earlier where you focus relentlessly on the basic moves until you master them. But when it comes to language learning, quantity over quality rules the day. And this is precisely why extensive reading, for example, is such a powerful activity, I think. It's all about the, the quantity, getting through the books. And as you get exposed to more and more information through reading, you develop your global understanding of the language and your accuracy across the board just improves. And of course, when it comes to this, I practice what I preach. 
Let me give you an example of what I mean. So in my Uncovered courses, I teach languages through the power of story. And one of my mantras in these programs is that I don't ask you to master the grammar before you move on. I ask you to move on before you master the grammar. You see, since these Uncovered courses are built around the story, the main, your main job on the course is to make it through the story first and foremost. However much you study the, all the lessons that come along with the course, it, you see, that's secondary to me. It almost doesn't matter to me because my priority is to make you keep reading the story and progressing through that story because I know that whether or not you've mastered every single little grammar point from the lessons, it's by continuing on through the story that you will truly learn and master the grammar gradually and over time. That is the quantity over quality approach in action. So you see, we practice what we preach around here. Now, I would be remiss if I didn't mention two very important caveats to this rule of language learning. First, your level. When you become more advanced in a language, this approach actually reverses and you need to focus more on quality. This is because at higher levels, you simply need to refine your use of language and for that you need quality. Simply studying more and more stops working so well. Uh, secondly, pronunciation. When it comes to pronunciation, you can totally and utterly ignore this rule because for pronunciation, you can and must do everything you can to get that right from the very beginning. And the reason is that it's not particularly hard to learn good pronunciation. It's pretty much a finite set of physical actions you need to master with your mouth, just like the martial arts. And you're gonna have a very hard time speaking fluently later on if you can't form the basic sounds of the language. Not to mention having to unlearn dodgy pronunciation in the future, so trust me, you don't wanna go there. So learn pronunciation quality from the beginning. But with that aside, Ladies and gentlemen, that is it for today. Subscribe to this channel. Please hit the like button on this video if you enjoyed it. And let me know in the comments below whether you agree with all this quality over quantity stuff in the first place, or whether you think I'm totally wrong and I should think a little bit more seriously about quality in these very videos. Let me know below. But until next time, just remember when it comes to language learning, do yourself a favor and pursue quantity, not quality. Thanks for checking out the video, I hope you enjoyed it. And if you did enjoy it and you'd like me to continue this series of the rules of language learning, then you can let me know by liking this video. Also, if you'd like to be notified when I upload new videos every week, then you can subscribe to the channel using the big red button below and the videos will pop right up in your news feed. Thanks for listening to this episode of the podcast. I really hope you enjoyed it. And if you do enjoy the podcast, then you're going to love some of the email courses that I've created. These are completely free email courses which are written specifically for different languages and different levels. I've spent years writing these things, so whether you are an intermediate Spanish learner or a French beginner or Japanese advanced, whatever it may be, I've got email courses that give you some of my best tips for learning those languages at different levels. So whether you're struggling with how to get started, whether you want to know how to understand native speakers when they're talking really quickly at you, whether you want to get better at learning grammar, I've got stuff for you that I send out completely free over email. If you'd like to get these tips, then please go to IWillTeachYouALanguage.com forward slash tips. That's IWillTeachYouALanguage.com forward slash tips, T-I-P-S, and I'll get them sent out to you right away.